This is SAFM Breakfast. SAFM. Uh, the Black Friday sales are underway. Random Mall is pulling out all stops. Uh, I've never seen them do this before. They've got a new bag drop where you can leave your bags, you know, if, you, if you're all lightened up like Pretty Woman. Mm. Um, you can leave them while you continue to shop. And they have little buggies to take you up oh. and down the mall as well. Oh, which is very cute. nice. Good on them. Um, some pretty big sales uh, on there. And Unique Clothes just opened as well. This is not an no, ad, by one. the way. Hey, we worked out why it's called Black Friday. It's mm. because businesses will often, when they operate at a loss, they say they're in the red. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they say that the Black Friday sale, they turn a profit, so they're in the black. Mm. So it's Black Friday, meaning that to make a money Friday. I do like that we have an option to shop sales before Christmas because usually it was, you know, the doorbuster, you know, Boxing Day sales and people yes. have to line up mm. to get those. And, and it's like, well, we've just had Christmas. What a, what a waste not to be able to shop your Christmas presents <laughs> yeah, right. cheap. So if you do want to get your Christmas presents, um, it is a good time to get them now and genuinely save money. But I'm going to get a little bit grinchy. Mm. If you're shopping for something you had your eye on for a while or for Christmas presents, yes. But yep. don't buy things for the sake of buying things. South, well, not South Australia. Australia as a whole is one of the biggest consumers of textiles and and discarded clothing waste. So don't buy things you don't need. They'll end up in landfill. Or buy quality things. Don't buy cheap fast fashion. Right. But the but the fast fashion's cheap. That's what's appealing about it. <laughs> yeah, but then it falls apart or it goes out of fashion and then you end up mm. chucking it in the bin and replacing it. And then it goes into landfill. So just no. shop responsibly and sustainably on Black Friday. I know that's not fun. No, it's not fun at all. As, as you but are then literally it's right, shopping it's... online right now for a T-shirt. You don't need another T-shirt. You've got more T-shirts I've only than got anyone about, I know. I've only got about 30 at the moment. You don't need a new T-shirt. <laughs> I don't know how many T-shirts I've got. But it's all I wear. I've seen wear... that one you're wearing today. I only wear... yeah, it's a new one. Just bought it last week. Beck, you can buying... recycle I'm... your clothes and sell them, can't you? Can you can. I like to Because you like to do that. I do. Yeah. So yeah. that's something that people can do? Shop, yes. shop mindfully. That's all I'm saying. If it's something that you want and you know you're going to use, or if it's a Christmas present, but don't just get caught up in the frenzy. Right. So just before the biggest sale of the year, when everyone's all excited <laughs> yeah. about to have yeah. fun, I'm going to buy you whatever. Just come in, <laughs> yeah. and just poo poo on their fun with a old. Well, I don't know whether I poop. <laughs> I just said be sensible. All right. So. So, what, what are you? My head- husband's listening, going, Since when? Didn't you have to sell like a full rack's worth of clothes because you had too many clothes I feel at home? guilty about how much clothes I buy. I'm trying to minimise consumption. Right, I don't okay. know how long it's going to last. Are you- it's just something I'm working on right today. Are you going to be shopping with the Black Friday sale? Um, I'm going to probably look to get the kids' Christmas presents. Oh, you're going to have a driver in a cart up and down the hall. Yeah. There'll be a trailer on the back and be, Get out of my way! I come here. Breaking news, guys. Uh, Amazon Alexa, Mm -hmm. that part of the Amazon business, is on target this year to lose, get a load of this, $10 billion. Wow. Can you believe $10 billion? Like in Australia, that would would render most companies in this country bankrupt. Mm. Uh, except for the biggest handful. It's just amazing. And I was reading the story last night and I was thinking to myself, well, how the hell does Amazon Alexa lose $10 billion? That's Maybe crazy. It was Amazon Alex. 
He would have been a better financial manager. <laughs> you make a very good point. You make a very good point. Uh, you know, women, oh, well, authority, and you know, it's just... Oh, Beck, finally you're learning. Proven. It's taken a few years. Um, then I thought to myself while I was pondering this last night, hang on, I've got Amazon Alexa right here yeah. with me. Mm. Why don't I just ask Alexa mm. how she went and lost $10 billion mm. Uh, for the company. So I, I sat down uh, with, with a tough talk, a very tough oh, talk okay. uh, with Amazon Alexa last night. Tough talk. Hey, Alexa, how did you lose the company $10 billion? Sorry, I don't have an answer for that. Typical. Hey, Alexa, was it the accounting department's fault? Accounting people have the responsibility to record assets and transactions properly, though, so someone in accounting will eventually be held responsible if the inventory is not written off. Oh, you are just not answering the questions. Do you put it down to poor management, Alexa? Sorry, I don't know that. Oh, said like a true politician. How do you feel about the fact that Jeff Bezos is 10 billion dollars poorer because of you. Hmm, I don't know that one. Alexa, why aren't you answering the questions? Are you deliberately skirting around the facts? Hmm, I'm not sure. Alexa, will I ever get a straight answer out of you? Sorry, I'm not sure about that. I should have purchased Alex, shouldn't I, Alexa? For Alex, this is the closest I could find. The first one is Alex Spa DIY Bath Bomb Donuts. Oh, that's a nice sentiment, I guess. Hey, Alexa, is Elon Musk a massive knob? From manipulating stock prices by tweeting out a 420 joke to lashing out at one of the divers trying to rescue a group of young kids trapped in a cave, Elon Musk is a destructive internet personality. Did that answer your question? Yes, it did. That was brilliant. Hey, Alexa, is Donald Trump a massive flog? I don't have an answer for that. <laughs> Typical. So just billionaires, is it? Hey, Alexa, how do you feel about Bill Gates? Bill Gates, founder of Microsoft and one of the richest men on earth, is successful due to a handful of universal strategies anyone can apply. Oh, yeah. Nice one. Oh, Alexa, I feel bad. Hey, Alexa, you know, I love you, Alexa. Hmm, I don't know that. Now, this is where... Alexa, I don't, and plus, how's Bill, the Bill Gates answer? Anyone could do that. <laughs> Just apply a few principles. Anyway, that's open to anyone, yeah, yeah. that billionaire business. Yeah. Uh, now, Alexa, and I've researched this, mm. they've now changed Alexa so that when you say, I love you, Alexa, mm. Alexa now says, I don't know what you're talking about. Oh. Previously, mm-hmm. when you said, I love you, Alexa, yeah. Alexa used to say this. Thanks for saying I love you. Yes. Yeah. Kids you're used to do it all the time. So Alexa losing touch with the people. That's why Alexa's $10 billion poorer. (laughs) Right there. Lost $10 billion because you're not telling people you love them. Maybe she bought handbags. (laughs) SAFM Breakfast. SAFM. Dex You know I love the TikTok. I'm trying to embrace Mm. it. Yes. Um, My latest post of my daughter's messy room has gone viral. It's had... 900 views. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> that is, <laughs> hang on, that's nearly a thousand. It beat my previous record of about 250 views. Yeah. So I was very Give me excited. Give a round of applause on that one. Well I've done. Been, that's it. I'm just about, you I'm on the it. cusp of greatness <laughs> on TikTok. Well done. But I do enjoy browsing through, and this is something that has genuinely gone viral with millions of views. It's a celebrity chef. Well, she's not a celebrity in herself, but she is a chef. To celebrities. 
<laughs> yeah. make just, yeah, just power through. Yeah. Keep going. <laughs> Keep going. We, we get it. We get it. <laughs> I know you're confusing yourself. But <laughs> <drink money. laughs> I'm equally confused. Her total bill for her celebrity client, who she yeah. obviously hasn't named for confidentiality reasons. Yes. Her weekly shop for them. Yep. You have have a guess. You always get me to do this. Uh, I have a guess. Be. Weekly shop. Do we know how many people in the house? No. What's going to change it if it's six people or one person? <laughs> do a per head calculation. Oh, a thousand dollars. Three and a half grand. Three and a half grand. Um, uh, yeah, that's too much. Even if there's ten people living in that house. Purple artichokes, jackfruit. Mm. Oh, avocados. That'll blow your budget. <laughs> Bone broth, cacao. <laughs> Lacuma powder, which is apparently oh, a, a sugar substitute, and sea moss gel. I tell you what, though, if you're dealing with an uber rich person, you could just walk in and say, "Yeah, it's ten grand a week," and they just go, "Yeah, whatever." Yeah, yeah. And then you just skim seven off the top. Romanesco broccoli. I mean, I thought broccolini was fancy when I buy it. What the <laughs> hell is that? No, I don't even know. I've never heard um, of it. Tahini. Tahini. Nice girl's name. Tahini, yeah. Uh, vegan paleo donuts. Anyway, three and a half grand for a grocery bill. In fact, I don't even know whether it was a week. That might have just been for one meal. Anyway, no. that's in LA, so that's how the other half lives. Well, I hope it's working out for now, you. Now, the World yeah. Cup is on. If you've been under a rock, I've completely lost Limo's interest even more than usual this week. Uh, yes. Yes. Um, and the world is laughing at the name or the nickname of our soccer team, the Socceroos. What's wrong with the Socceroos? That is a great name. Mm. It encapsulates soccer, which is the sport, mm. yeah. with mm. ruse, which mm. are a national icon of ours here, the kangaroo. Coat of arms. Coat of arms. Exactly. It's, on the, it's on the coat of arms, you pack of idiots. I've never hey. given it. They think it's silly. I mean, at least it's not the soccery muse. <laughs> <laughs> we have great names. Wallaroos, Wallabies, Jillaroos, Ollyroos, Matildas, Diamonds, Kangaroos, Boomers, Opals, Stingers, Hockeyroos, Cookaburras. What about, shall we have a look? Oh, world of soccer, if you're so interesting and you're so Fascinating. Oh, we Should we have a look at some of your nicknames? Are you ready for this lot? Mm-hmm. You ready done, for this? France. Work. I've done some research. <laughs> France. Their nickname, Le Bleu, meaning <laughs> the blues. <laughs> Italy. Their nickname, Azuri, meaning the blues. <laughs> Canada. Le Rouge, yeah. meaning the reds. <laughs> uh, right? Spain. Le Furia Roja, meaning the red fury. Ooh. Croatia. Fiery Boys. Japan. Samurai Blues. Mm. New Zealand. The All Whites. Get an imagination, you <laughs> pack of idiots. Seriously. Just because we decided to be interesting and you're all dull doesn't make us the bad guys. Makes you all boring. USA, the Stars and Stripes. I mean, seriously, could this get duller? England, three lions. There's 11 of you, you idiots. <laughs> Fiery boys. Yeah. SAFM Breakfast. SAFM. Now, my son is six, okay? And he has an iPad that he will watch, uh, like YouTube kids on, or he might watch, you know, ABC iView or something. Anyway, he's just started to come home from school and he keeps banging on about Minecraft. Now I'm not across video games, but I just hear video game and I, and red flags go up everywhere. Do I need to be concerned as I'm asking you, Rebecca Moore, yes. someone with children older children than mine. With lot, massive screen time because I'm a terrible mm. parent. Yeah, I, well, I, you said it, not me. <laughs> uh, is Minecraft something I need to no, be worried Minecraft's about? Minecraft's a good one. It, mm. It's good. It, particularly if he wants to go into engineering or architecture. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> they build little cities and stuff out of blocks and decorate their homes. Yeah. Oh, so it's educational. It's educational. And also you can play it with friends as well. So right. they can build... 
and see what their friends are building. Oh, so they work together yeah. and they do stuff together. So Minecraft is okay. It's okay. It, it just right. could be a gateway it, drug. It's the beginning. It's yeah. the beginning. <laughs> it's the beginning. Like it's safe okay. and it's fine and it's lots of fun and they use it for assignments. Uh, but uh, it's, right. the, it's the start. Of the journey. So it can be incorporated into the curriculum at school, yes. etc. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I could be, I could download it for him on his iPad and that's all cool. Mm-hmm. I'm not being a bad father by no, doing that. But yeah, no. as Blaive said, it just it, it encourages gaming, I guess. Yeah. But um, yeah. I know. But there are probably there are people out there who make money out of gaming. So mm. don't at me. That's fine if you're into gaming. Yeah, right, okay. It's Fortnite not too far away afterwards. Uh, Fortnite, and Fortnite not too far away. Fortnite is horrible. And Fortnite there's... is blood and guts and death and Oh, is it? Yeah. Oh god. Well there's another one I've downloaded for him, Grand Theft Auto. Is that okay? <laughs> no. Is that, no, is that bad? No. That's bad. Oh, no. <laughs> no. What about Tetris? this all wrong? What about having the frogger? SAFM breakfast. Attention everyone, this is an SAFM intervention. And it could be career limiting for me actually because the person that I'm about to um, intervene with is the boss. Good morning. (laughs) Don't intervene with the boss. Good rule for life that actually. Call the boss into our office today for a bit of a chat. Yeah. Um, it's the it's the Limo farewell tour this week. It's yes. our penultimate <laughs> show, and we're very sad to be saying mm. goodbye to you tomorrow. But you're moving on to bigger, brighter things. Mm. That's okay. We're okay with it. <laughs> so we went out for dinner with the boss. Yes, we brought out the, the work credit card, Ooh. which had a thin layer of dust on top. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we could see moth footprints all over. <laughs> Actually, just quickly, do you want the real truth? <laughs> yeah. I actually had had to pay for it on my own credit card because I forgot the pin to the work line. <laughs> <laughs> That's how long it's been. <laughs> I'll be making that claim, by the way. Yeah, yeah. So we thought, Denied. let's go get some pasta. Yeah. And we're having a chat, having a grand old time, and then we look over, mm-hmm. and our boss, an adult, fully grown male who does not live with his mother, <laughs> is cutting his spaghetti into tiny little pieces <laughs> yes. before he eats it. In the same way that I would cut up my six-year-old son's mm. spaghetti mm. bolognese before he yes. eats it. Mm. Yeah. As Limo and I, as functioning adults, were twirling our spaghetti yes. and managing to eat it quite well without cutting it. Um, there were other options at this restaurant. It just happened that the three of us went for sp- <laughs> some sort of spaghetti. Mm. Uh, so... We sat there and watched uh, our boss uh, cut it up. So, uh, what's the problem, Mr. Flack? Please explain yourself. But that's how you eat food. You cut it up with a knife and fork. Mm -hmm. No, no, spaghetti. You you stick your fork into it and you twirl it. Yeah, yeah, I know. Like it, like a grown up. But then it doesn't stick. Like in the in the tight twirl, and then it falls down, and then you like use a spoon, like Lady in the Tramp stuff. Oh, that does, yeah, that that is true. That does happen when you fall. You don't even need a knife at the table if you're having pasta. I have always cut up my pasta, and I. It's the same with pizza. I cut it up with a knife and fork. Oh, don't get you cut up your pizza with knife. If you turn, if you turn around and tell me. You eat a meat pie with a knife and fork, you're, I don't know how, but I'm sacking you. <laughs> no, you do. If I have a meat pie for dinner, you cook, you eat it you with, a with a knife and fork. With a knife and fork? Yes. Hand in your man card immediately. All right. Let's just, let's stick with the. Come on, everybody.
Let's okay. stick with this spaghetti is today. Our boss's favourite song, by the way. <laughs> uh, so, well, let's chuck it out there. Natalie in Semaphore Park. Good morning. Good morning. What do you do? Oh, well, it's not me. It's actually my dad. So yeah. it turns out he's a chopper and has been for a very long time. And then, right. get this, I met my now soon-to-be future husband, and yep. he's a chopper. Oh. Get oh. out of here. Oh, oh, no. Do say I'm not you kidding. your dad. You're marrying your dad. Hey, Pretty you, much. Na- yeah. Natalie, when did you, dis- how deep into your relationship with your soon-to-be husband did you discover he was a chopper? Oh, I reckon probably about a year. And that so I was already that. invested, couldn't go back. See, <laughs> see, Natalie, uh, we were discussing this in the break. Beck, if you were on a date with someone, mm. right, and they were a chopper, would that be a deal it breaker? Be a, it would be a deal breaker. Yeah. I mean, okay. and the thing is, it, you could go to an Italian restaurant and that person could order ravioli or mm. gnocchi for years. Mm. And until they order like a spaghetti or oh. a fettuccine, mm. you've got no way of oh. knowing... But See? they're a closet chopper. You could go years without knowing that. <laughs> oh, it's, it's, it's a disturbing prospect. Speaking of, let's go to Lena in Prospect. <laughs> chopper or a twirler, Lena? No, I am definitely a twirler. Mm, you're a twirler. And I and I really hate anyone <laughs> who sits next to me and chops the pasta. Hate? Good on you, except, Lena. Except Lena? for children. Yes, I am. Definitely. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Right. And is it, uh, it, would you call it out immediately, Lena, if you were witnessing chopping going on? Yeah, I would. I'd say, yeah. are you five years of age? <laughs> yeah, great. So, Our boss did ask us to say, here comes the uh, Thank you, Lena. Chris down in the southeast, uh, are you a twirler or a chopper? Oh, I'll leave them long, and I definitely am a twirler. But uh, yeah. my daughter, she scoops them up and then chops them with the scissors before they go in the mouth. Oh, yeah, nice. All <laughs> oh, right. But that is your daughter, though. How old's your daughter? Twelve. <laughs> Twelve. That's acceptable. That's fine. I don't know where the scissors should be next to the knife and fork and the spoon. On the... Oh, man, well, that's a separate phone topic. <laughs> okay, but thank you, Chris. Yep. Uh, Susie, uh, good morning. A twirler or a chopper? So it's not me. It's my grandmother. Yep. She's a twirler. But... Yes. She does chop uh, her pizza and a Big Mac. Ooh. Hang on. How do you chop a Big Mac? Wait. Well, she uses it with knife and fork. She eats it with knife what? and fork oh, as well that as is with the pizza. My late pa oh. used to chop his burgers when we went to McDonald's. Really? Because he couldn't get his mouth around with the, it. Oh, right. <laughs> okay. Right. We're learning plenty this morning, I'll tell you. Thank you, Susie. A Sarah and the Barossa, a chopper or a twirler? Definitely a twirler, and then you break it up to put it in the pot so you don't have to chop it. Oh, so you snap the spaghetti in half before you cook it. That's smart, Sarah. Yes, and make sure you're wearing a white top as well. You've got to have the white top. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, see, I will sometimes snap the spaghetti, but that's more pot size related. Than, um... You're feeling insecure about the size of your pot. <laughs> it's not a... Okay. Sonia, I'm just going to move on. Yep, Sonia. I would. Sonia in Rosewater. Uh, you a chopper or a twirler, Sonia? Uh, sorry to say, I'm a chopper. <laughs> well, have you been criticised over the years, Sonia? Mm, not that I know of, no. No, No. okay. All right. 
<laughs> no, I've, I've carried it through from my childhood. When I was younger, my dad used to chop my spaghetti on the in a bowl, and it's yep. something I've carried right through to adulthood. <laughs> oh, there you go. Okay, there no go. good. Okay. You, you, our boss will feel better, Sonia. Last one. Here we uh, go. Nicole in Manapara, chopper or twirler? I am a chopper, and I'm proud of it. Okay, yeah. and you nothing to be ashamed about, Nicole. Are you are you Not fully grown as an adult? <laughs> I am fully grown as an adult. Yeah. Right. Okay. And Nicole, have you ever have you ever been self conscious? You say you're a proud chopper, but do you get self conscious if you're out and about in public, say at a restaurant? Not at all. Not at no? all. No. Have people criticised you, Nicole, over the years? I've had a few comments, but yep. Um, I don't care. I, I who cares? Yeah. You know. You Love Were it. you previously a twirler? <laughs> I was previously a twirler, and then I um, I witnessed somebody else do it at work. Yeah, ah. and I was like, "That is genius, genius." Uh- and now you're a chopper. Well, Nicole, I oh, love the chopper. fact that you are proud of your yeah, chopping well and you're done. sticking with it. Good well on you. SAFM Breakfast. It's beginning to look a lot like Christmas, and that means the Christmas movies are out. And to find out what we should be watching this festive season, we welcome Justin Hill, who has the streaming service podcast on Listener. Good morning. Good morning, Good morning and Merry Christmas. I'm, I, I, I don't know about you guys, but I'm one of those people that already has my Christmas tree up. I'm like full Christmas spirit all the way already. It's no, not I'm even a Grinch, December. Justin. No, Beck, Beck puts her Christmas tree up on Christmas Eve. Oh, uh, Justin. Beck. That's what we're dealing with here. Hey, but what about what about movies? Because we uh, there's always a good lot of Christmas films released this time every year. What are you excited about and what can you recommend? Well, listen, there are some good Christmas movies that are released, but there are also some ones that are so bad that they're good. And I feel like right. my first movie for you kind of falls into that category. So I don't know if you heard about this actress by the name of Lindsay Lohan. You know, she's sort oh. of been around for a little bit. You know, she had yes. a pop career at one point as well. well <laughs> she, she has made a Splendid comeback uh, onto Netflix with the Christmas movie Falling for Christmas. And it's kind of like the Christmas present we were never meant to get. So yeah. you kind of you open it up and you go, eh, thanks so much, it's really good. But the idea behind this one is that she plays a rich heiress who basically loses her memory on a fancy ski trip and then, lo and behold, she falls in love with the guy that rescues her who's actually played by Cord Overstreet from Glee. And then it kind of goes through her story about her remembering who she is, trying to figure out why she can't put a sheet on a bed because she's a rich girl. You know, all of that sort of stuff. Like, you know, her grossing out at secondhand clothes and then, you know, like having beautiful hair the whole time. It's it's it's, it's a good movie. Right. Is it like, is this a poor man's version of 50 First Dates? It absolutely is. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, but also, too, it kind of has a Mean Girls reference in it. Now, you might remember uh, Lindsay's massive film, Mean Girls. So in yeah. the movie, she actually sings the song Jingle Bell Rock. And there's a bit of a story behind it. So she, she kind of didn't want to really do it. And then they managed to persuade her to do it. And she actually released it as an official single. And it's in mm-hmm. the trailer of the movie as well. So, yeah, if you ever remember that scene from Mean Girls where, she, where her and the other plastics have got this, the Santa outfits on and they're on the yeah. stage. Well, she gives it a red hot go in this movie. And look, all I can say is her Christmas present this year was auto-tune. Yeah. <laughs> hey. yeah, right. uh, and Ryan Reynolds and Will Ferrell oh. starring in another big one. 
Yeah, they've got a movie coming out. Now, this is a story that we know and love. So you guys know that, you know, the uh, A Christmas Carol by Charles Dickens. So this is like another take on that. So we've seen lots of those before. We've seen uh, Scrooge. We've seen, um, you know, there's been like a Muppets version of it. There's been lots and lots. One with Jim Carrey. So this is like a modern uh, day one on Apple TV+. And it's got um, Will Ferrell and Ryan Reynolds. Will plays the ghost of Christmas present and Ryan plays the Scrooge as such. He's a very handsome Scrooge. Scrooge, like I probably wouldn't say no for if he, you know, I wouldn't kick him out of bed if he farted. But, you know, <laughs> um, and the idea is, is with this one is that they go through, you know, and he has to try and save Ryan and turn him into a good human being. And there's massive musical numbers in it. There's lots of lols. There's a few celebrity cameos. I'm so glad. I feel like we haven't had any good Christmas mm. movies. I'm actually a bit sick of no, Love Actually. Since, <laughs> it's Love Actually, which will be replayed oh. a thousand times again. <laughs> Too much love. Well, but there's oh. also two, some, some movies that are Christmas movies and we didn't even know it like did you know that Die Hard is yes. a Christmas movie and Gremlins is a Christmas movie I mean come on hey uh, very quickly before we let you go Justin is there a TV series you can recommend on one of the streaming services that we may not be across yet give um, Yellow Jackets a go it's absolutely fantastic it's based on the true story of a sports team that crash land their plane in the middle of nowhere um, this yeah. one is about a, a girls sports team and it's basically how they survive with with people who are you know dying they have to bury their dead um yeah no but it's really good though because because it's set in the 90s so it's got an epic 90s soundtrack and it flashes back from current day when you've got all the survivors and then it goes back and retells the story in the 90s about basically how they survived and as a group of teenagers who crash land in the middle of nowhere it's absolutely fantastic it's been greenlit for a second season that's coming next year and i just it's just like you'll just you'll watch it all in one go it's so good i love it right i'm going to put down yellowstone and pick up yellow jackets yeah. thank you very much <laughs> justin pleasure. hill and you can hear justin's work on the streaming service uh which is available on the listener app thank you very much justin thank you guys go and put that christmas tree up please Beck. all right i'll put it up for you in a minute <laughs> <laughs> safm breakfast Dex Fierce. Are saying how we don't remember a time where there has been so much change in mm. the media industry in such a short amount of time? So many deck chairs being reshuffled, radio, TV, Tracy Grimshaw's leaving a current affair, Jane Doyle's leaving Channel 7. These people have been on our screens for decades. Mm. But the area of the most change has been on the project desk, which has been pretty solid. Like, we, who was oh, Charlie Pickering left? He was an original that one. Well, Husey. Husey, yeah. Husey was an original. Uh, you know, I mean, James Matheson was an original oh, yeah. on the project desk, as was, uh, oh, what's her name? Uh, she's now doing mm. movies in the state. Oh, Ruby Rose. Ruby Rose. Yeah. Yes, Anthony but Lehman Carrie... was on the desk yes. for a while Anthony there. Lehman years. was there yes. for a while. I made a very small cameo. <laughs> yes. Um, and Carrie Bickmore started the ball rolling a couple of weeks ago by announcing she uh, was leaving, then closely followed by Lisa Wilkinson, then Peter Hellier, and those cheeky little chops last night mm. focused on Waleed and made it look like he was about to go as well. We're here to announce that I am... Um, Leaving these jerks behind. (laughs) Today we have announced our new host who will sit in this chair beside me, uh, taking over from the wonderful Carrie Bickmore, of course, and her name is Sarah Harris. And I'm just so delighted to be able to welcome her. Lovely Sarah Harris. Sarah Harris is a delight. Oh. 
Uh, and Sarah Harris is a delight, and she's a fantastic broadcaster. She is. Uh, she's very, very good at her job. Incredibly likable. Very smart. But she's, but she's not Carrie Bickmore. Oh. They're very, they're very big shoes to fill. I mean, you know, well, in the she same. She has to pave her own path. Though. Well, she does have to pave her own path. But some people, you know, it's like me saying uh, us two are very good at this job, but we are not Hamish and Andy. No, you, you know, you know what I mean. No, we're some a lot people, poorer than them. <laughs> some people are just, you know, kind of Rosie's a very good footballer, but he's no Gary Ablett yeah, Jr. Okay. You know, mm. and that's kind of that's what that's what I'm saying. He, it carries it carries elite in this field, mm. and you just you just don't find another mm. carry like that. Sarah Harris, very good, very and very experienced, very good, and, very and also and very and very well known. There are there's a limited pool of, of women with the national profile, but mm. I guess some commentators have said, "Well, take a punt on someone new." Mm. I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, it'll be interesting to see how it goes uh, okay. next year with Waleed and uh, Sarah Harris. Surely they must have more appointments to make, though. Because they haven't replaced well, Pete. You could replace, get a permanent replacement for Pete in what they call the funny chair, <laughs> uh, or they could just have a rotating cast of <laughs> comedians through there until they settle on someone they like. <laughs> yes. Right, just uh, quickly, a uh, scientist has shared some beauty uh, fails that we all are guilty of, and I just wanted to check whether you had done any of them. <laughs> yeah, um, do you spray your perfume on your neck? Uh, <laughs> do I spray my perfume on my neck? Do you wear aftershave? I'll, I would wear aftershave maybe twice a year. Yeah. My wife loves perfume. She's addicted mm. to it. Uh, and when I do wear it, yeah, I probably would spray it on my yeah, neck. No, it's bad for your neck. Oh, bad is it? for the skin okay. on your neck. You yeah, should right. spray it behind your... Behind your hair, mm. on the back of your neck. On the back of your neck, okay. Um, do you use a loofah to get rid of your dead skin no. cells? Yeah, no, good. Mm. They're dirty and mouldy. Okay, all and right, Do good. you um, mix your sunscreen with other products mm-hmm. or use an SPF in your tinted moisturiser? Oh, God. <laughs> I, don't even, I don't even know what you just said. <laughs> SAFM Breakfast. SAFM. This is Breaking News. All right, this is where Rebecca Morse puts on her very best newsreader voice and reads out song lyrics, and your job is to race to identify those songs by title and artist. Today it is Natalie in Ingle Farm up against Ashley in Hewitt. Your names are your buzzers. Good luck. This just in. Turn up the music, turn down the lights. Natalie. Oh, Natalie, yes. Uh, Lizzo. About damn time. Yeah, yeah, well done. Good. Well done. Natalie. Oh, my heart's racing. <laughs> did you, did you, all right, well, well done, Natalie. Natalie just testing her buzzer. <laughs> I think Natalie is testing her buzzer. Yes, yes, it yes. works. All right, it's good. Uh, okay. Check, mate. Yep. Uh, Natalie, you could win the game here. Ashley, you need this one to stay in the game. This just yeah. We were both young when I first saw you. I close my eyes. Natalie. Flashback. Uh, Natalie, yes. Uh, Taylor Swift. Mm-hmm. And we need. Uh, uh, Ashley, love story, love story. Yeah, yeah, Taylor Swift, love story. Oh. Yeah, we got yeah. it, we got it. Well done. Well, well done, done Nat. SAFM Breakfast. SAFM. It is the 20th anniversary of Love Actually. What an amazing film. Mm. I have one negative thing to say about Love Actually. Oh, yeah, what's I that? always sit down to watch it with the kids and I forget about the subplot that has those body doubles 
Oh, so funny. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Getting those compromising <laughs> yeah, yes. yes. And so I'm yes. like, let's watch this movie. It's a great movie. And then uh, I'm like, oh, oh no. I'm about to jump in front of the television screen to cover. Stop watching. That oh, it, one of the great line. scenes a uh, uh, Hugh Grant playing the Prime Minister. Hello. Does Natalie live here? Yeah, yeah. Oh. Right, fine. Thank you. Sorry to disturb. Yeah, oh, aren't you the Prime Minister? Uh, yes. In fact, I am. Merry Christmas. And then the dancing down the stairs scene. And the, yeah, I mean, that, that scene, I've got to be honest, annoyed me when I first watched this film. Mm. Because for some reason in my head, I was like, yeah, as if the Prime Minister's, I mean, completely forgetting everything else that's happened in the film. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's the, the bit that really joke. got me. Yeah. <laughs> um, but one of the great films. So what's your, let, let's take some calls, 13, 10, 60. Mm-hmm. What's the greatest ever Christmas movie? Carly and Blakeview, what do you reckon? Uh, the Grim. Oh. Yes, I think oh. we've got some. I think we've got some Grinch yeah, here. Here we, here we go. Let's have a bit of a listen. Uh, this, Beck, this is, I believe this is your favourite line. If I can't find something nice to wear, I'm not <laughs> going. Ooh. Ah. Mmm. That's <laughs> it. I'm not going. <laughs> yeah, Carly. A few people know that that character is actually based on me. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Why do you love it, Carly? Uh, but if I suddenly like going through the different sayings to get. And yeah, no, I can't. Oh, we can't hear Carly. Carly. Yeah. Sorry, Carly. Line has been yeah. cut by the Grinch. That's Sorry, all right. Carly. Let's go to uh, Kirsty in Oakdown. What's your favourite Christmas film? Well, I was going to say Love Actually, but you pinched that from me. But oh, um, yes. I must say that I cry every time still, and I still cannot believe that he had an affair, bought that necklace, mm. and it still does my head in. Right. <laughs> and how about how stoic Emma Thompson was it? She goes yes. into the bedroom and she yes. gathers herself for her kids. Oh, and she look, pushes on a, with Christmas. I tell you what, that just uh, like having a child now. I just think, nah, that would be so hard, mm. honestly. Mm. But anyway, I love that movie. But yeah. start the whole diehard thing as well, guys, because it's the whole, is it a Christmas movie or not? Oh, well, Kirsty, <laughs> it is a Christmas movie. I mean, as much yes. as we have the serious scenes like this one. Yeah, absolutely. Do you really think you have a chance against us, Mr. Cowboy? Mm. Yippee-ki-yay, mother of course, yeah, the same we actor. We see some Christmas There's outfits, a... but also... Same actor, same Alan actor. Rickman. Alan Rickman. Christmas music. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Die hard. Yes, yes. Oh, the weather outside is frightful. That's a Christmas film. So you don't play that if it's not a Christmas <laughs> film. Zoe in Salisbury Heights. What's your favourite Christmas movie? You there, Zoe? Hello. Oh, hello. Hey, what's your favourite Christmas movie, Zoe? Home Alone. Oh, have, you, have your parents ever left you home alone? Huh? I'll, ta- what was that? <laughs> yeah, no. I'll take that as a no. no, no that's uh, a good one, though. Home Alone, it's an absolute belter. Danielle in Salisbury, what's yours? Uh, Christmas with the Cranks. Oh, uh, yes. Was it, is it Eddie Murphy? Um, no. I think so. No, I think, I can't remember his name, but he's from the Santa Clauses as well. Tim Allen. Yes, that's it. <laughs> oh, Christmas with the cranks, right? Mm. Here we go. I'm googling now. Yes, Tim Allen's Allen. in everything. Jamie, Jamie Lee, Lee Curtis, Curtis as well. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, oh, oh, that's good a one. good one, Daniel. I'm nice. going to catch up on that one. I do like mm-hmm. Tim Allen's. Mm-hmm. Made me want to watch that now. Okay. Thank you. Uh, Dawn in Paralawi. What's your favourite Christmas film? Oh, it's got to be Polar Express. Oh, my son fell in love with that last year. 
What a great yeah. film. Mm, Got to watch it every Tom year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah just, and, just and the magical animated, side it of it like all. And it's, uh, yeah, great. And uh, Tom Hanks, just such a, such a soothing voice. Mm-hmm. Right on him. Uh, hello, Paige in Blakeview. What's your favourite Christmas movie? My favourite Christmas movie of all time is Elf. <gasps> oh. What's your favourite the- bit? When he eats the spaghetti and he puts every single thing on there possible and he eats it like normal food. And I love when he sees Santa and he goes, Santa! <laughs> That's such a good movie. That's great. That's Will Ferrell is so funny. Yeah, you have watched Excellent. that a lot of times, Paige. Excellent <laughs> suggestion, Paige. And Jacinta in Morford Vale, I believe you're contributing uh, to a debate that may have started here. Yeah. Um, so... Die Hard is absolutely a Christmas movie. Yes. Because you've got you've got Christmas trees, you've got Christmas yep. carols, you've got yes. ho ho ho. Now I have a machine gun. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> that is a good line too. All right. See, it's a compelling argument. Yeah, Thank nice you, work. Jacinta. Excellent. Well done. I mean, you'd be hard pressed to argue Die Hard isn't a Christmas film. Mm. I reckon. Mm. Yeah. So we're definitely going to well, say Well, let's just Christmas. bury it for good then and just say it is a Christmas yeah. movie. So we don't have to do this next Christmas. Mm. Let's no, just no. say it no, we're categorically. Def- no, no, we do it every year. I think Bruce it's Willis cri- has it- come out and said it's a Christmas movie. Oh, so. well, there you go. Yeah, yeah. Definitive. No, this debate mm. is a Christmas tradition. Yeah. SAFM Breakfast. Catch up on the podcast now on the listener app. Search L-I-S-T-N-R. S-A-F-M.